Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Thursday, January 10th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today we'll be looking at British MPs' efforts to take back control of the Brexit process, a possible new technology alliance between Ford and Volkswagen, and the longest winning streak since September for roller coaster U.S. stocks. Then the FT's Sam Fleming is here to explain everything we need to know about the Fed's latest thinking on interest rates. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Hello, I'm Henry Mance. I'm a political correspondent at the FT, reporting from Westminster. It's been another day of drama, um, some would say chaos, uh, in Westminster around Brexit. And the government still has the challenge, basically, of winning over its own MPs, its own Conservative MPs, ahead of a vote on Tuesday. A lot of them really dislike Theresa May's Brexit deal, are planning to vote against it. And so what can the government offer to win them over? And one thing that the government has said today is that it will be prepared to accept increased safeguards, increased scrutiny by MPs over a key and perhaps the most controversial part of the Brexit deal, which is the the backstop, a kind of insurance policy to avoid border checks between Ireland and Northern Ireland. And this backstop would kick in if Britain and the EU can't agree a trade deal very quickly after Brexit. So in the government's now preferred arrangement, MPs would get a vote, for example, before the backstop came into effect. And the government would also get additional insurances from the EU, from Brussels, that this is only ever meant to be a temporary measure and that we'll be moving towards a different kind of relationship. Is that going to be enough? I think most people think not the Democratic Unionist Party, the hardline Northern Irish Party, who in theory support Mrs May's government, but at the moment are undermining it. They say that this this doesn't go far enough. And indeed, it doesn't amend the withdrawal deal, the, the formal legal treaty between the EU and Brussels. So when do things start to happen? If the government loses its vote on Tuesday, then the government will have less than a week to come up with a plan B. That's uh, following a, a, another big decision by MPs today who are, are basically intent on forcing Theresa May's hand. They're tired of all the waiting games. We've had this vote. It's been delayed since December. The whole system really is blocked at Westminster. Within days, really, we'll see the, the judgment on Theresa May's deal and then we may see a plan B and we may see opposition parties try and force their agendas, whether it be a second referendum, whether it be stopping Brexit altogether or whether it be some kind of single market deal. Those ideas will all come to the fore within the next two weeks. Ford and Volkswagen look set to announce a new global partnership this week. And the closer ties between the companies could include a collaboration on electric and self-driving technology. The two companies have been considering a collaboration since June. And the announcement is expected to come next Tuesday during the North American International Auto Show in Detroit. The partnership comes at a time when car makers are struggling with the cost of investing in new technologies. And the collaboration will focus on commercial vehicles. More details are expected during the announcement, when the companies will also confirm potential collaborations on a range of other projects. 
This is Peter Wells on the New York desk at Fast FT. We've had another decent day for the markets. The S&P 500 rose 0.4%. That is its fourth rise in a row, which is the longest winning streak for the index since September last year. So the gains being led by the energy sector, which had been propped up by comments from Saudi Arabia's energy minister. The kingdom plans to stabilise, help stabilise prices in the market. And that helped uh, prices for crude rise more than 5% at one point, which has obviously given a boost to oil and gas stocks. Uh, We also saw a little bit of support for the market around the release of the Federal Reserve's minutes from their December meeting. They raised interest rates at that meeting, but uh, the minutes seem to reveal that they are concerned about muted levels of inflation and also market volatility that may sort of help slow the pace of interest rate rises in 2019. And for more on those Federal Reserve December meeting minutes, I spoke to the FT's U.S. economics editor, Sam Fleming. The minutes came after a meeting in December in which the Fed raised its interest rate by a quarter point. And after that uh, meeting, there was a fair bit of market volatility because uh, investors felt that the Fed remained more bullish about the economic outlook than the markets themselves have been. Markets obviously have been very volatile of late because of worries about a global slowdown. What these minutes show is that uh, the debate behind closed doors, which we've now finally seen the minutes from uh, three weeks later, was quite nuanced and potentially more nuanced than you might have uh, gathered based on the Fed's statement and the press conference, which came from Jay Powell, the Fed chairman, after that interest rate increase. What these minutes show is that the Fed's rate setting committee is very aware of the market volatility. They're not jumping to any conclusions about the implications of that volatility. It could be the markets are right that we're facing a a global slowdown, uh, or it could be that the Fed's own forecasts are right and the U.S. economy is on a pretty good track. So they really want to take their time now, Fed policymakers, be patient, as they say, and assess economic data before making any further moves. And we actually heard from three Federal Reserve policymakers this week urging patience as well. Why are they urging patience? Similar reasons. I think there's a real common theme here, which is that there was a sense towards the end of last year that the Fed was being a little bit tone deaf when it came to market volatility and uh, big declines in the stock markets. While the markets are saying we see real storm clouds out there, there was a sense that the Fed itself was being a little bit too sanguine. I think the message from the three policymakers who gave speeches yesterday morning, they were Charles Evans of Chicago, Raphael Bostic of Atlanta, and Eric Rosengren of Boston. The message from all three of them is one about patience, uh, less certainty about the outlook, and a willingness to really bide their time before advocating any further increases in interest rates. And that message chimes very much with the message that came out of the minutes as well. And what does all of this mean for the outlook of the economy? Well, the Fed's outlook for the economy remains fairly robust. It's still expecting above trend growth this year. It's still expecting further declines in the unemployment rate. And certainly the jobs numbers, the very, very robust job numbers that we saw last week would confirm the uh, impression that the U.S. economy is on a relatively strong track. However, the Fed is now suggesting it's going to stay on pause for a little while, potentially even for the first half of this year. Uh, That remains to be seen. Uh, And the next policy meeting uh, at the end of this month, at the end of January, will give us further indications on that. But that pause uh, in rate rises will certainly be 
of benefit to the economy. It could mean that uh, there's less of a drag on growth, on spending, uh, on the housing market, etc., than might have been the case had the Fed continued to lift interest rates. And uh, it wasn't that long ago that investors thought there was a good chance of a rate increase coming through in March. Now, very few investors think that that is currently on the cards. Again, that's a, that's a positive for the US economy. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following UK Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn. He's expected to speak about Brexit in the House of Commons today. Mr. Corbyn is also expected to call for a vote of no confidence in Theresa May's government next week if the Prime Minister's Brexit deal fails in Tuesday's vote. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.